What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number six of the Steve Krebs motherfucking show. It's the Steve Krebs show. Yeah. So, this past week in a little UFC 227, Cody Garbrandt versus TJ Dillashaw. Demetrius Johnson versus Henry Cejudo. Man, it was a crazy weekend of fights. You know I love that shit, so we're going to talk about it a little bit because I feel like there's always lessons to be learned, specifically from combat sports. You know, other sports are great, and I highly recommend if you want to open your mind a little bit and, and just look at coaching in general and shit, just the way people interact with each other. There's a couple documentaries on Netflix that are great. QB1. Beyond the Lights, and then there's another one called Last Chance You, which I talked about in my last podcast. I'm always going to share with you guys certain things that I'm watching uh, because I just think it opens your mind, right? I'm a reader as well. I, I read a lot of nonfiction as well as fiction. And at the end of the day, readers are leaders, and, and both reading and watching specific in certain things will open your mind to different viewpoints and perceptions and ideas. So I highly suggest that you do both. I'm not one of these guys that are going to be on like the I don't have a TV in my house bullshit. My wife and I watch TV all the time. We watch The Handmaid's Tale. If you really want to mind fuck, watch that show. But I also watch a ton of documentaries, This Strange Rock and true crime documentaries and other just I'm just constantly trying to learn and open my mind to different viewpoints and ideas. So I've kind of fallen in love with this idea that I don't know shit. And watching sporting events or documentaries or, you know, reading pretty much anything it just allows me to to see things from a different point of view so i watched the fights this weekend uh D demetrius johnson got beat he it was just like what would have been his 12th title defense i think he's been the champ since 2012 which is amazing and if you don't watch ultimate fighting that's fine mma but i think that it's just a, a great way to watch something that's beautiful, but also violent, but it's also very misunderstood. People that don't understand the sport will look at it and be like, it's violent, it's bullshit, I don't like it, but it's just a perception. If you look at it, the fighters, nine times out of ten, respect each other. And even if there's animosity going into the fight, once the fight's over, they end up squashing that shit. So Demetrius Johnson was dethroned by Henry Cejudo, who was an Olympic gold medalist. And he took the title. It was a very close fight. But the lesson that I took away from this is the way Demetrius Johnson handled, handled the defeat. He literally was just like, it happens. I just want to heal up. We'll figure it out when I get home about the rematch. Where you see other fighters just like go off the fucking deep end with this stuff. So my lesson and what I want to share with you guys is that we're all going to lose. We're all going to lose at certain things in life. You're going to be up. You're going to be down. Life is a fucking roller coaster, man. It's crazy, right? You can have huge victories and then the next week followed by big defeats, specifically in your if you're in business. So the way we handle defeat, I believe, truly dictates how we'll end up handling victory. And if you can handle defeat with integrity and courage... Then when you're on top, you'll handle it differently. You'll appreciate it, but you won't define yourself on, on it. And in the second fight, there was TJ Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt. And in that fight, TJ Dillashaw retained his title, knocked out Cody Garbrandt for the second time in the first round this time. You know, and these guys really didn't like each other. But even at the end of the fight, there's respect given. So no matter what, no matter if you get your ass kicked, no matter if you're on top, I just believe there's lessons to be learned inside of watching sports specifically sports where guys are putting it all on the line like mma or boxing sports where 
man, there are dire consequences to losing. But they do it out of the love of the sport. And the question I have for you today is, are you putting that same effort and purpose inside of what you're doing, what you're building, how you're operating inside of your relationships? Because if you're not, you're just kind of going with the flow. You're just going with the flow. And things are happening to you in your mind versus happening for you. The world is imposing its will on you as opposed to you imposing your will on your life. There's a difference. There's a massive difference. In most business owners that I know have forgotten how to have fun. They've forgotten how to have hobbies. Or they just pretend that they don't have them. So that they can look cool on social media. And there's a post the other day that I read. And it's by this poet named Atticus. He's on Instagram. And he, he has some amazing amazing poetry and he's a very very smart and connected guy and basically i'm not going to quote it directly but he said there's you know in a, in a place in the world that we live in or our generation his generation there's a lot of smiling faces with sad eyes and to me that hit me like a truck because i think it's so true i think that specifically younger people now are, are they have this thought that if they get themselves a gucci belt and fucking uh you know a gucci fanny pack and they pose themselves on social media as the shit that it's going to make them happy and we all know i mean as we get older we learn that that's just not true life is fleeting it happens so fast it happens so fucking fast that we forget to make the most of every single day and appreciate the smallest things like waking up and hugging your wife or your husband or if you have kids, hugging your kids and, and living in a point where maybe your parents are still alive and everybody's doing well. See, I'm at that point right now. Both of my parents are still alive and well. I'm in a super amazing relationship with my wife, Bree. My siblings are all doing well. I have nieces and nephews and it's wonderful. But it'd be easy to get caught up in some negative bullshit. It'd be easy to get caught up in comparing myself, easy to get caught up in, oh, I need this, I need that, I need a new vehicle, I need a new mansion, this, that, I need a boat, this, that, and the other thing, thinking that things are, are going to make me happier. And if you notice this, you never compare down. We always compare up in life. There's always a comparison to the person that's in our eyes kicking ass, but the problem is, is we compare ourselves to their highlight reel. We don't really know the truth behind the scenes, do we? We don't really know what's happening in their lives. We don't know if they're happy, if they're anxious, if they're depressed, if they're sad. And if life was about just getting things, right? You could take a look at Robin Williams and Chris Cornell and the lead singer of Linkin Park and all these guys and, and Kate Spade, all these people from the outside looking in, you would say that they had it all. They had it figured out. They had fame. They had money. They had everything, cars, jewelry, clothes, Yet, they take their own lives. So I think that we just look at things as a society very backwards. I think it's getting worse because of the way social media is portrayed and that celebrity lifestyle, rapper lifestyle. And I feel like we're slowly fading from connection with each other. We're losing empathy. And it's become this my side versus your side bullshit. And I just think everyone is just... For lack of better terminology, I think a lot of people are lost right now. So it leads into the next thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about today, which is talk is cheap, but excuses are way fucking cheaper. Talk is cheap, but excuses are so much cheaper. 
And excuses are just a, a simple way to show ourselves that we are not worth the effort. And if you think you're not worth the effort, how do you think you're going to show up for anyone else? You know, this morning I got up, I went for a run first thing because I know that gets me going. It gets me excited. My blood is flowing, I'm sweating, my mind works differently. I know after that shower, I or after that run, I get in a cold shower, ice shower, Wim Hof style. It sucks. The run sucks. The cold shower sucks. Foam rolling and, and, and stretching, even though it feels great afterwards, a lot of times my mind will try to make excuses like, I don't have time for that shit today, let's go. Even shooting this podcast, there's days when my mind's like, ah, I just don't have anything to talk about. Nobody's going to listen. Who the fuck is going to listen to me? So the mind will make all these excuses so we don't actually get what we want because underneath it all, we feel like we don't deserve it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, and it's crazy to me because the same people, and I've done this in the past as well, then we, we like to talk about how the world is out to get us, and people are out to get us, and this is why we're stuck, and da-da-da-da-da, and this is why I'm unclear. When the crazy part is, is that being unclear or having a lack of clarity just comes from not doing what's required in the morning, the simplest shit in the world. To get yourself clear. Now you can pay someone like me to help you get clear. To hold you accountable. To give you direction and guidance. But really if you don't do the simple shit on your own. I can't help you. It just means you want to pay somebody to do it for you. And this isn't like getting your long cut. Life happens inside of our heads. This is why you can go to different countries and see people with absolutely nothing and they're actually happier than you. And there's a figure that I read the other day, I don't know how you know, legit this is, but it said that 75% of people in the United States are unhappy. Based on my interactions with most people, I would say it's probably true. I would say that it's probably true because I feel like in our society, everything's based on what's next and what you have and what you don't have and thinking that these things will make you happy and then we just make excuses about the things that will actually make us happy like getting fit eating healthy spending time with the people that we love actually connecting to other people it's just so funny to me because there's this social media instagram facebook twitter all these things that allow us to stay connected i put did air quotes there but the truth is that most people are not actually connected to each other when's the last time you had a real conversation When's the last time you actually asked someone powerful questions? When's the last time you answered powerful questions? I've said this before. You want to be the most important or fun person at a party? Be the person that actually invests in other people. Be the person that actually is super interested in other people. Listen. Look people in the eyes. You'd be blown away by just those little things, how much of a difference they make. And that's what I'm trying to get you to see inside of your daily routines and rituals, how simple this actually becomes. Wake up, move. Put healthy things inside of your body like weaponized greens. Take an ice cold shower, Wim Hof method. Try to see if you can be in there for two, three minutes at a time. Stretch, foam roll, meditate. Hug your significant other for more than a second. Right? We, I feel like we're trading our days for things. And the problem with that is, is that we're also trading happiness for things. And then we get these things and then we have this house that's cluttered and full of shit like 17 episodes of Hoarders. And you forget what the fucking point is. 
The point of life is not to accumulate shit. It's to connect. One of the fastest ways to, to deal with depression, anxiety, PTSD, is to communicate it. To connect with other people. It's one of the biggest things. It's one of the biggest factors in becoming healthy again. But we live in a society where everybody wants to portray themselves as happy. Behind the scenes making excuses out the ass to not do things that are actually good for them. Pretending to be happy in public. Being sad behind closed doors. And then we wonder why people are fucking offing themselves. I want to bring this to your attention because guaranteed in your personal network right now. There's somebody that's suffering. It could be you. And pain shared is pain divided. So just by sharing how you're feeling with someone else, you'd be blown away at how much it will help you and other people in your sphere of influence. That's why I do the podcast. I do this podcast and I do videos and all the shit that I do because I like to share my story, but I also like to get this shit out of my head and out of my heart so I can actually be there for the people that matter. Every morning, my wife and I have a morning huddle. It's where we sit down and talk about life. It gives us an opportunity to connect. When's the last time you did this? Or if ever. And talk about real shit. You want to really throw your buddies or girlfriends for a loop? Talk about real shit. Talk about real things. Stop making excuses on why you can't and just talk about real shit. It's what everyone wants. Communication is a key factor in all facets of life for us human beings. We are tribal. We're tribal. And since we're tribal... It's no wonder we have so much depression, anxiety, and stress right now. Most people do not have a great support system, or they reject it because they're too busy, quote unquote, too busy. They don't have enough time. Work is too, it's, it's just, there's too, too much work to be done. I just think it's all backwards. I have more free time now than I've ever had in my life. And I was just offered another opportunity to go back. And do some coaching inside a wake-up warrior where I was before. And I, and I just, I just can't do it. Now, am I still associated? Of course. But I can't give up my freedom for money. And I'm not a great employee. Garrett, the head of wake-up warrior, will tell you this. I'm not a great employee. I don't take direction well. It's just who I am because of my mind, I love to build shit. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Well, really what I am at heart is a wild son of a bitch and gunslinger who just doesn't like to be told what to do, and I have a problem with authority, and I'm working on that. So Garrett and I had a great conversation last week where I actually called him and just said, hey man, I need to apologize for some things. And I need to apologize for being a dick and fighting back against you all the time when it sometimes it was disrespectful and man to man, I just want to know I love you, I appreciate you, and I apologize. I want to extend this to you because it's just what I feel in my heart. And for me, this was a huge step, guys. Because for the longest time, I would never do that because I was stubborn and I wanted to win and I would play the victim role and then I would create these weird enemies in my mind of people that I actually loved or love so that I could do what I had to do. But I had a great conversation with Garrett and we're, we're going to do some stuff together for sure down the line. I love that dude. 
But for me to go back and be an employee just doesn't make sense. And I'm sure you can understand this. If you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business, to go work for somebody else is very, very, very difficult. I do. I, I hate it. I'd probably make more money than I've ever made, but I just can't trade freedom for money. It just that now I'm a slave. In the modern day, slave is someone that is a slave to time, debt, bullshit stories. Right? We enslave ourselves to these things, even our phones. And the truth of the matter is you have a choice. So fuck your excuses, fuck your stories, fuck your bullshit, negativity. The simplest form of the game always fucking wins. Get up and train your body. Drink water. Have a green drink. Weaponized greens. Mm-hmm. Meditate. Connect to your loved ones. Be efficient inside of your work so that you can actually spend time doing the shit that you want to do. It really is that simple, guys. I, 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 I've tried it the other way. I tried being an employee. I tried being the guy that gets up at 5 a.m. and hustles and grinds all day. That's just not me. I don't want that for my life. I want to do great work. I want to help people. It's why I started this Young Bucks group. So the Young Bucks group, if you guys don't know this, is I offered free coaching for 90 days to some young men, and I had a bunch of guys take me up on it. Now, the fun part is, is that we're just starting today. And if this goes all well, I'll probably run it every other quarter. So I'll do it twice a year where I just take guys on and mentor them for free. But what these guys don't realize is there's a three strikes and you're out policy, and that's the way I'm operating my coaching moving forward. Because if, I, if you aren't willing to help yourself, if you're not willing to follow directions, if you're not willing to do the work required, then I can't fucking help you. So these guys have a rude awakening coming because they don't know what's coming. They just don't. Because the real world, real business, is very unforgiving. There's no handouts. Nobody's there to diaper your ass and tell you it'll be okay. Like You have to put the work in. And there's days where it's fucking incredible. And then there's days where you want to go hide in a hole somewhere, ruin all your businesses, light them on fire, throw grenades at them, and be done. That's normal. It's not going to be easy. Life isn't easy. But it can be so rewarding and so fulfilling and so full of love and connection if you just choose it. The problem is, is that everybody has these stories that people don't want to connect with them or that they're different or nobody loves them. And that's really all that it is, is a story, right? It's in, it takes place in the limbic system of your brain, the amygdala. It's the emotional part of your brain, the irrational, the survival fucking part. And it's just crazy to me that we're run by this. Now, the crazy part is the default setting of the human brain. Do you guys know what it is? It's storytelling. We like to create scenarios in our minds when we're bored. So the mind goes into like default mode or standby mode as I like to call it. And rather than just relaxing and focusing on happy shit, it just likes to create stories about things. About other people, about our lives, about our jobs, about our ability to produce more money and freedom and security in our lives. It's pretty much a story making machine. And then we wonder why... We're constantly creating stress and worry. So I don't have all the answers, guys. I'm in this journey myself, and I'm trying to just share what I'm learning along the way. I'm an avid reader. I study all the time. I study humans. I study 
books and movies and documentaries and things and society and interactions and people when I'm out and myself more than anything. I study myself. Now, I don't say that to say that I'm like some self-centered asshole that's just all about me. I do love myself, but I study myself and my patterns so that I can change them. I can get better. Awareness precedes change. So what I want you to do today is simple. I'm going to give you homework today. And the homework is really easy. You're going to break down what are the excuses that you make more than any other excuses. So make like a top five list, but list all of them. Is it time? Is it money? Is it not knowing how to do things? Like list all of your excuses. List all of your excuses down on a piece of paper. And then what I want you to do is I want you to argue against the excuse. So you're going to look at those excuses like someone else gave those excuses and you're going to put your coach Steve hat on or you can just call yourself coach whatever the fuck your name is that would probably make more sense and then you're going to argue against the excuse what are the reasons why that excuse is complete horse shit and the beauty of that is then you'll see next time that excuse pops into your mind you will have a pre-programmed argument objection to the bullshit excuse and you'll be able to push through it your excuses are bullshit most of your stories are bullshit Reality is always better than your story. Stories are usually much worse than reality, and we all love to make stories. It's like Stephen King and Steven Spielberg are live inside of our brains, and they just like to make the most fucking intense sci-fi horror movies of all time. At the end of the day, you have more control than you realize. So start your mornings right so that excuses don't come into the mix. And when excuses do come into the mix, you will already pre-program yourself to know that it's bullshit and you have an argument against it. I'm no different than you. There's shit that I struggle with and that's why I called Garrett and apologized. That's why I've been working on myself. That's why I have conversations with Bree and I've talked to my father and my mom about shit that went down with them. And it's just, I'm working on this every day. Don't sit back and do nothing. That's not an excuse. That's just being fucking lazy and committing to staying where you're at. If you feel like you're in quicksand in your life, well, you have to be strategic about getting the fuck out because if you just flail around, you die. If you do nothing, you die. But communication or opening your eyes to what's around you will probably help you get out because you don't even realize that your buddy or one of your family members is standing on the side of the quicksand and they've had their hand out trying to pull you out the whole time. You've just been slapping their fucking hand away because you're caught up in your own goddamn head. There's one solution to all this, and that's love. Self-love, and then loving those around us, being understanding, having empathy, and moving forward, learning from our mistakes, and being aware of life around you. It is going by very quickly. Stop making excuses. Do the fucking homework. Otherwise, you're going to have a lot of regrets in your life. Tons of potential. You don't follow through on it and you just have regrets. So do your homework. List out your excuses and then debunk those motherfucking things so that you already have a pre-programmed response and solution to your excuses. Get up in the morning. Get moving. This podcast is brought to you by Weaponized Mind, Weaponized Green, Weaponized Nutrition. Oh yeah, baby. WeaponizedNutrition.com. Check it out. My friends going live this week. Obviously, this is also brought to you by Coach Steve, CoachSteve.com, my coaching and consulting program, as well as STA Elite, the most elite company for your marketing needs, funnels, Facebook ads, anything that you need, Instagram growth, email campaigns, 
I mean, it's go check it out. Shoot me a message if you guys have any questions or concerns. If you're looking for a coach, you know where to hit me up. We kick off the Young Bucks program today. I'm fucking amped about it. Oh, yes, my friends. But that's all I got for you guys today. That's episode number six of the Steve Krebs Show. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, and I'll catch you on the next one.